We're recording. Uh, We're recording. Do you want me to pause it so we can do our good night time? Um, yeah, okay. I'm recording now. Okay. You didn't catch that bit. No. Good. Come on, Lol. Man. Come on. Don't be walking around crying. Come on. That's for the cat, not me. It's also for myself. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. So... So, welcome to another episode of In Bed with... With Donna and Dan. I just didn't say anything that time. Yeah, but we did, I, did it half and half. That'll work. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, I panicked and just said the last bit quick. <laughs> I stopped and I was thinking about it and you just charged ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Charged ahead without thinking. Put us all at risk. What do you mean? You're I'm not the cannon. government. You're loose cannon. <laughs> <laughs> You're loose cannon. You've gone rogue. Don't, no, not again. Why do I keep accidentally going rogue? I'm not not much of a rebel, I do it by accident. (laughs) Um, I've got a story. Straight into it, okay. Yeah, straight into it. Hey Donna, have you got a story this week? Yes, I do. Excellent. (laughs) Let's hear your story. It's only because I think I'm a bit worried I'm going to forget it. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so... Cool. So, where is it from? This is from that that website. From the Ask a Manager one. Yeah. Okay. It's workplace drama, but you don't have to be <laughs> involved. actually involved in any way, <laughs> shape, or form. You know, when someone's having an argument in the office and you want to listen in, but if they catch you looking, they get you involved, and then yeah. it's a whole big problem. You, this is like you're listening in, but there's no way that that they can look you in the eye. So you <laughs> escape with all the responsibility Brilliant. of trying to de-escalate it. Um, <laughs> that's why I like it. It's drama. It's awesome. lifetime drama, but I can, I, I'm not I can dig directly it. involved. I can dig it. So it's a really weird one, actually, and it makes me think. Even now, what on earth would you do? I wouldn't even know how to react <laughs> at the okay. time. So there's a group. Obviously, a group of people. They're quite a small team. Yeah, and. There was a meeting and the manager, or the MD of the company, who's the the top honcho guy in these meetings, he basically turned around, like they said, like this policy they'd brought in, like one of the senior managers or the directors or whatever said, um, you know, this isn't acceptable, like, you know, we're not happy with doing this. Sorry. so they brought in a new policy and basically put it in this letter that was quite a rude tone Yeah, like it was more we're telling you to do this so you better do it like shut up and suck it up rather than you know how companies tend to go a lot gentler with things we're changing it's a tough shit basically Um, so what was the policy that's nothing to do with it so this is just a policy they brought in that wasn't said but this person said like brought it up in the meeting this woman brought it up in the meeting and said look we're really not happy with with this policy anyway and it makes it worse that you're just basically bossing everybody around now i know they're the boss and they're they're, it's perfect not actually no no it's not within their rights to be rude and and no it's not at all so he turned around and said to her oh talking to you when you're being like this reminds reminds me of talking to my daughter i'm in charge and you should just do it and she basically said, um, don't compare me to your daughter. That's really fucking weird. Okay. Since then, this dude has stopped talking to everybody. 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 
So they say good morning. So he's in an office and their office is outside. Yeah. When he walks through, because people are there before him, they all say hello to him. He blanks them. They're gone. He's gone. He shuts the door. <laughs> okay. Um, he won't answer the phone to anybody in that office. Um, and he's the owner. Yeah, he's the MD. He's in charge. He won't. He literally won't talk to anybody. Um, the, like they'll be in meetings. They'll be in in person meetings, right? <laughs> but he goes into his office and shuts the door and puts all the blinds down. Joins by Zoom, has his camera off and on mute, and only speaks when he's directly addressed. When he will turn his camera on, on mute, answer the question, and then. Go back into darkness. Oh my god, that is the ultimate managing director sulk. <laughs> what an absolute wetbag. Can oh my you god. imagine being a part of the meeting where because he's the only person on Zoom, he's the only person on like the big screen with this room full of big ball. And then <laughs> the camera turn comes body. on. No. No. And <laughs> then straight back off. <laughs> Sounds like my was, ideal meeting to be. That fair. was always that's what I was thinking. It's like Okay, so let, let me just what? get this straight. My my head is struggling to process this. I've worked in a lot of offices and this guy is the MD. He's the boss, the mm-hmm. big cheese. Yeah. He's the big he's the big cheese. He's and his job is literally is he, to go around and talk to people and make them feel like they're all part of this one is team. Is he the the person who worded the yeah. message? So because he's been called out on something okay. in private it, that was inappropriate. He's then said, "Oh, talking to you is like talking to talking to my daughter. Maybe you should just do what I'm telling you to do." And she's like, "Dude, that's really shitty." In a yeah, polite manner, is. and then he's just decided to go and shut himself in his office every day. So they call him for things, and he just puts the phone down. Wow! How how is he, how is he running a company? I don't know. How is he doing? An- I don't know. How so he's the MD. He's not the owner. And I don't know. I'm not sure. If he's the owner, fair enough. Let him let him nah, sell what he wants. Get paid. Get though, the fuck out of there. Still. Though. If he's an MD, he should be sacked because he's putting the company. Does the at risk. board of directors know? Um, but straight up, if you're listening to this oh. and you are in any form of management, whether that's uh, you know from the lowest like supervisory level to pro- you know to line managers to area managers, you know national directors whatever, and, yeah, directors, CEOs, and entrepreneurs. Even if you're born in 1984, 64, Jeffrey Bezos. Even if your name is Jeffrey, Jeffrey Bezos. Bezos. <laughs> treat your staff with dignity and respect. People aren't here to serve you. We're all here to work together and make our lives better. Mm-hmm. And not just mm-hmm. that, but even if you're the CEO of a fairly big company, there's still a billion people above you and you're not a big dog. Okay? You Enjoy your money. Boss. Just treat people with dignity and fucking respect yeah but I just I just it just baffles me that that was his response he was designed to be in management he's just like well it can't be my behaviour that was wrong (laughs) I'm going to go and sulk but imagine being part of that meeting though like is it me no it's all the kids that are wrong (laughs) am I really that uncool no it must be everybody else (laughs) That's, That's it, really it was bad. just really funny. I didn't even read the answer, so I don't even know what advice was given. I just thought it was really funny. My advice would be just leave because that's that's so. Toxic. Oh, my advice would be: Is he okay? Or I wouldn't. Know what's wrong with f- him? He's got. Sh- oh he's my got God. something going on. What, his if he, what if he has? What if he snaps and just brings a gun to? The, is he an American? Because he's probably got guns. 
Yeah, it is American. Yeah, see, see this What if this, he came this to work with a machete and he came out of the office like, like Rambo? <laughs> with, a, with a big machine gun. Depending on which state in America. He's gone to is. Target, he's got himself an AK 47. Yeah. For 20 quid. The officer's gone. He only had to wait 20 minutes. Yeah. Get six, 16 buckets of bullets. He only, pro- he only had to promise that he'd never ever <laughs> shoot anybody. On yeah, just, just sign here that you'll never point a gun at a person and that you pinky promise. No, no, not even point. You can do point a gun as a joke. <laughs> so he promised that if he was pointing a gun at somebody, that's a ban. Um, banter. Let, let me let me just say, uh, everybody, we we advocate for gun safety. Please don't ever point beast, uh, a, a weapon at anybody loaded or otherwise. In case you can't tell, I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> in case you can't tell, she's never handled a gun in her life. Actually, no, you I, have. I have. You have. You and fucking have. Can I just say that it was from really far away. It was the other side of the field. And for once, being long-sighted at the time, I didn't know what it was at the time, but now I'm looking back, I'm like, yeah, that was probably why. Um, being long-sighted meant that I actually managed to hit the target. I was the best in the entire class. Well done. And all the boys were jealous, and I thought that was funny. <laughs> and then they invited me to join the Navy, and I went away for a week, and I didn't join. It was blame shit. You. It was terrible. They treated me horrible. The one bonus was you could have as much food as you wanted. Really? Yeah. Well, they need one to bulk up, don't they? I suppose. You run it around all day. <laughs> like, oh. In the Navy, oh. you can save your fellow men. I tell you what, village what? people made it look so much more fun than it actually is. They're just having a big party <laughs> on a boat. Yeah. I had to get up at five o'clock in the morning. The mattress was the thinnest thing I've ever set on. It actually <laughs> didn't, like, made my back hurt. Like, I couldn't do anything. And then this chief man, like, leant on me. Did he sulk when you spoke N- to him? No. <laughs> he leant on my back. And Lends I was just like, uh, When you were doing back. what? No, because they were all playing netball. Yeah. Boys v girls. Boys v girls. You know, like, when you're 17. Why? Why do you have to do boys v girls all the time? It's stupid. Like, stop it. So I was, okay. like, leaning on this barrier thing. And then he came and put his hand on my upper back and started leaning, saying, oh, you are all right? How are you? And, like, leaning kind of on my back. Okay. Probably wasn't even that hard. Just probably just, like, said, oh, how are you? And touched me. And I was just like, my back! Get <laughs> off! Oh, but yeah, he probably good, trying to be nice. He, he probably, probably was trying to be nice, but too nice, probably. I was only <laughs> 17. Get off me. Don't touch me. No, I, I really did hurt nice. my back and I couldn't do anything. I even got, like, we had to do, like, this double time jogging thing with that little cup and plate that you got given at the beginning of the oh, God. <laughs> like tin, a tin, cup, tin, and tin, tin plate. cup and a tin plate and you had to keep them safe and if you didn't keep them safe you were eating yeah. off whatever oh I don't God. know what we would have been eating off Slotting but we hands. had to run from the cabin thing to the breakfast hall and I didn't have to because I literally couldn't walk properly oh, <laughs> not hobbling oh. it was good fun <laughs> it was good fun anyway. anyway so that was my story that was quite interesting. Um, yeah, if you what would you in, do? Um, personally, I'd, I'd just say, dude, why are you being such a little bitch? <laughs> I'll get my back. I'm going home. <laughs> like, if, if you're acting like this, no wonder your daughter thinks you're a cunt. Um, sorry, I shouldn't use the C word. Are we editing that out? No. What's what's wrong with the C word? I don't, I don't understand think, I, I, it. I, I don't some understand people get really, it. Really I'm sorry, but why isn't cock offensive? Can I just point out? I got I got kicked off Twitter for jeez, it was nearly a it was over a week, <laughs> yeah. like twelve days because, because I called somebody a cunt. 
Yeah, that's because they, and, and they, they were said, like, well, so in my appeal, I was like, yeah, but look, he was literally acting like a cunt. He was. We weren't and going I said, into if what you'd was like, going on, but he I was. I said, if you don't like the C word, I'm more than happy to call him a prick, or if you want something gender neutral, an arsehole. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they found it funny because they, they told me that... Um, you had to delete that, them. Yeah. That ha- they make you delete the tweets yourself. So you can't say, Twitter made me delete them. They're like, no, you chose to delete them. That's that's it's that's, that's borderline fascism. That's what you get though for choosing like a username that's not just interchangeable. You had a proper username. You should have just had your name and loads of numbers. <laughs> You're gonna be like that. No, no. an England flag. You are just on and the an, wrong. And I hate thing. Europe. Yeah, <laughs> but you don't. So. No, no, no. So that was my story. I'd love to know. I'd I love just, to be in those meetings, people, to be honest. I'd love it. I don't understand how people live like this, stuff like that. How can he have any dignity thinking he that he's doing... head of the company? I don't know. Maybe he's That's having a breakdown. Like I said, maybe Has he's having he a breakdown. Has he had a nervous breakdown? Yeah, it sounds like his daughter's winding him up. His daughter's like, no, daddy, me and my boyfriend, we're going to do whatever we like. We're going to bang 17. on the kitchen table while you're trying to eat your breakfast I'm 17 and, and he's 47, but he loves me and he says he's going to leave oh, his wife for me. She's, she's getting railed yeah. over the breakfast table. His orange juice is going everywhere because oh, he's God. just he's just trying to have a peaceful morning. And his wife just like, don't say anything. She, she'll grow out of it. And he's, he's like, I've got to he's watch cutting, this. He's cutting up his... His waffles, it's like <laughs> shaking on the fork. He's just, just holding it. He's just he's got his fork in it, and just holding the knife still while the table rocks back and forth and cuts his waffle. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this, this oh, I don't know. I don't so know. Can gross. we leave that in? Yeah, probably. I think we said the girl was seventeen. Doesn't that count as like? No, legal, she's overage in this country. Oh yeah, in in Britain. We yeah. are in the UK, so that is legal. Whether that should be happening is another It's unethical, thing. but it's legal. Yeah. Remember, boys and girls, just because it's legal doesn't mean it's right. Yeah, if you're 30 years old and you're hanging around waiting for your 16-year-old girlfriend to get out of school, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you, dude? Yeah. Stop it. Stop it right now. Right. Get and, into and your Ford Fiesta and go home. And if you are a young girl or boy who has a much older partner, um, please understand that they don't think you're old for your age. They know that you're young, dumb, and gullible. Also, and, um, and they will steal you. Yeah, they're, they're taking advantage of you because you don't have the life experience yet yeah. to know that they're assholes. That they're creeps, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, now that we've shown how old we are because we're giving life advice. <laughs> I'm trying to give life advice. We wouldn't have took it when we were younger, though. We would have told you, fuck off, you old bastard. You've been like, no, the fuck you're just jealous because I'm, I'm hotter than you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know I'm hot. I don't care. You are I'm not hot. after that weird bloody 37-year-old man that hangs around outside of school. I'm, I'm trying to think of something funny to say, but that all, the, when, when you added that hangs around outside the school, that kind of stopped my momentum. Because I was going to say, actually, I'm 39. And then you were like, yeah, no, I don't. You hang don't hang around that. That's why I said it. Yeah, I know, I but I was about to say something. Like, <laughs> oh, I got my thirty-nine-year-old man, oh. and I'm I'm thirty-five, so there's not a massive age gap. So therefore, I'm not a hypocrite. It's not a bad age gap. So, what's topical to talk about? Um, I don't know. I started off the last. Oh. <laughs> Can we just discuss how I don't understand why 
and men don't express their emotions properly unless it's related to football. Because, because we've been told that letting anybody understand what you're feeling is a weakness. And Unless it's related to football, because they. Oh, I don't. The, the final football. of the things. Not <laughs> the the final of the things. The, the cops. cops and stuff. If they lose, they it's cry. It's tribalism. It's well. I saw. <sighs> did you see the pictures of the Scottish fans who so they just stripped off in London and were like using, I think, Oxford Street as a slip and slide and stuff because it was raining. There was a man that. Well, was... like on the concrete the yeah. dude stripping the fucking skin off yeah he just like went along I didn't see <sighs> I didn't see him stand up so he might have just turned to the camera and like and crying like, with no a bleeding chest. chest no okay. he probably still would have been like hey Scotland so sports are the basis of the tribalistic divide of the populace mm. by the ruling class now that makes me sound rather pompous what it essentially means <laughs> is it's the basis by which we will all have a part of a division mm. between, you know, my town and your town. Well, yeah, and that's why they have the ones that are close to each other to have the rivalries. Yes, isn't it? they have local derbies, and it's it is it's all, the main thing that sports does, and it's why it's such a big industry is it sows division within the working classes, because if the working classes are all united, they are way more powerful than the ruling classes because there's more yes yeah yes that's why all these things like when when people start striking and protesting things yep. there'll be all of a sudden news story that will divide people yeah because they're getting to, oh they're getting a bit of momentum shit let's let's quickly put out there that harry and megan are leaving the royal family exactly. to make everyone fall out again and then you get the loyal you were well, say loyalists you get the people who are into the queen and then the people who are against the queen and I the people think, who are not might not be against the queen everybody involved in that story is sick of reading all these stupid things in the newspaper or they're part of it how do you know uh, yeah it's, true. It's, they're all actors at the end of the day Playing a role. I still think Harry was made to leave to distract from the fact of his uncle. Yes, but how do you know he isn't doing it willingly as part of the let's just pull the wool over the peasant's eyes? <laughs> exactly. How, how do you know? I'm not saying he is. I don't know the bloke. I don't know, I don't the, know any for of them. Family. But I do know that the way the media spins everything is to get people arguing. It's not to do with informing. It's not it journalism. It's propaganda. It used to be. Yeah, but not for a very long time. Mm. Not until people realised news was a money thing. If you look now, online, most of the um, newspapers with actual journalism in them, mm. you have to pay for. You don't get yeah. free. And I hate to say this, BuzzFeed has become one of the most important yep. news sources. Yeah, because it at least has... Like they have some writer. journalism. Well, at least they have staff writers with different viewpoints. Yeah, but that's free. And even then, you know, they do some awful, uh, awful pieces. Clickbait. Yeah, well, that's what they were famous for. That's I mean, how they they're famous, famous for their quizzes as well. Like, what kind <laughs> what of potato dish are you? <laughs> if you were a bread, what would you be? <laughs> I mean, I think I would be a focaccia. I would be a sourdough because I'm bitter and people <laughs> say they like me, but they're all fucking wrong. I'm a focaccia because deep down I'm actually quite shit. boring, but on the surface I look really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I, we, we did realise, like, you know, the, the whole... This is changing the subject somewhat. You normally do that. Go for it. That's what the whole thing's about, isn't it? It's just what we talk about. Yeah. Brad. 
Um, but we discovered that, you know, the chuggy thing <laughs> that all the youngsters are using. Right, just to let anybody know who doesn't know, chuggy is apparently what... Is it not millennials? Millennials. Zed? Gen, Gen Z are saying that most millennial things, or most things from the early 2000s, would be considered to be chuggy. So it's like, you know... You're... I thought it was just anything that's not currently ultra-trend. No, it's just anything from that 2000s. Well, I am chuggy then, apparently. Nine, from 97 to like 2010 is a very chuggy era of time. And the fact that I think skinny jeans are in there, side partings are in there. I mean, I've got thin hair. If I have I mean, a centre I mean, part, I look like jeans, I'm going bold. Skinny jeans are not cool anymore. No. Yes! Vindication. <laughs> skinny jeans have never been cool. They've always been they terrible. They were cool for a bit. I, they were I, cool. I am speaking purely from... I, I, I've got to say, I think they must have been horrible for women as well. But specifically from a male standpoint. They, no they always look man, so tight around the crotch. No man has a body built for skinny jeans. Apart from Dr. Robotnik from the Sonic the fucking Hedgehog franchise. And even then they weren't flattering on him. No. <laughs> he just had a body built for them. He didn't say they worked on him. <sighs> so th- those are in the chuggy mindset. Um, yes. Also, do you remember in the 2000s when everybody had like those owl necklaces? There was like I big eyes. The, um, the golden no, jewels. No, no. Oh, no. I remember my mum trying to buy one of those. Oh. Chappy. You're all over Birmingham. They're Chappy. like really Chappy. tacky. And people spend thousands of pounds on oh, them. Oh, yeah. But then you could get them from Lizzie Duke as well for like 50 quid. <laughs> yeah. But... I never did have one. And I didn't want one. But no, but used to get them all on market stores. They were usually silver. Um, and they silver had like a headpiece that had like big eyes on it that were usually bejeweled. Then you had like a second piece and it was like feathers. It was like carved. But they always had like a really long chain. Those would be on there. Okay. Um, so all sorts of things like that that are like really on hip. See, I thought Chugi was millennial culture compared to Gen Z culture. I think a lot of it is millennial culture. But anyway, we, I was a bit like, oh, I probably am blooming Chugi. But then I realised, actually, there's a new trend out called Grandma Core or Granny Core. <laughs> And because I am literally a grandma, and I've been I've been doing it for years, and did cosy cardigan. Can I just point out she's not literally a grandma because she doesn't have any children or grandchildren. She is no, figuratively I act a grandma, like a grandma. I knit and I put rollers in my hair sometimes, and that's what grandmas do. And I have sensible knee length, well, past the knee length skirt, and sensible shoes most of the time. Yes, but you literally may have grandma tendencies. I have grandma but you tendencies. Literally, I'm not, are literally not one. a grandma. No, but I've got my little, you know, my little dressing table and all of that stuff. So I've actually realised I'm quite hip okay. at the moment. I'm not. I never have been. The things, <laughs> I'm just myself. The things, things that I'm come in into, and out, and that's fine. Yeah, the things that I'm into have always come in and out of fashion. Me, unfortunately, never has. Like you I, are a fashion <laughs> all of your own. I am a fucking mess all to myself. Yes, thank you. No, no. Unclassifiable you by general in, fashion You've inspired standards. people in your office to wear the men to wear more colour, and yeah. it gets commented on all the time. So you are a trendsetter, therefore. Yeah, because I was way more comfortable wearing baggy baggy trousers and um, Hawaiian shirts. 
Yeah, but the rest of them saw that as an inspirational thing. They wanted to wear Hawaiian shirts too, and they actually do. Remember yeah, you telling I me? So you've, yeah. it, you're an influencer. You're a style influencer. At a very small scale local and it's, influencer. And it's sad that, you know, it, it, this masculinity and this thing, that goes both ways. The patriarchy. Like, men, a lot of men feel like they can't wear collar because it's not seen as a stereotypical conservative man and they won't be taken seriously. Yeah. And that's sad. Yeah. Everybody should be able to wear whatever they want. No, I completely agree. I do agree. I, why shouldn't we have oh. colourful clothes? Why shouldn't... Yeah. Why, why shouldn't should... women have pockets? And why shouldn't men have a silken, colourful shirt if they want to wear one? And not just... If, I, if, I, want, if I want a pair of shoes that are brightly coloured with a fancy design... Why can't I have that? Why have I just got to have black, brown, and grey, mm. and I get an Oxford or a Brogue? What? But Unless you can have trainers. fun coloured socks, so that's how men inject fun. Ooh, fun coloured socks. You, they're hidden below your trousers, so what's the blooming <laughs> point? Were well, you supposed to get them out? See, I've got a lovely pair of very expensive lady shoes. Yeah. That I've just bought, and I'm trying to stretch out to fit my feet. It looks like men's shoes. But they're really funky patterns, yeah, so essentially like a, it's like men's shoes made for a woman, yeah. But I've bought them, and I think they're gorgeous, so I'm stretching them out so I can wear them. Mm. Now, I don't see that as cross-dressing, because when I wear them, they will be men's shoes, because I'm a man and I'm wearing men's shoes. It's like an androgyny thing, isn't it? I, yeah, it can be, if, if you're androgynous. So yeah, I, I've been wearing, you know, I'm stretching them out and enjoy wearing them. But it's a shame that they... I went through the same website... For all the men's shoes, black, brown, or grey. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was quite excited because I saw some earlier that I thought you might like, but they were just like a plain brogue, but they were aubergine coloured. They were yeah. purple, a dark purple. It wasn't bright. <laughs> so I think everyone should wear what they want to wear. Yeah. And the whole thing of like, there's a trend on TikTok at the moment with this filter. And this dude's putting it on and saying, oh, it's a good job men don't wear makeup because otherwise you girls will be in trouble and I really like this and how it looks on me. And I keep saying to you, don't I? Yeah. They can wear makeup. Why can't they? If men want to wear some eyeliner to accent their eyes, they should be able to do that. Yeah. You know, and if a woman doesn't want to wear makeup, she shouldn't be seen as being less professional in an office setting because she's chosen not to. If unless a man wants hideous. to wear, if a man wants to wear bright red lipstick, no, and not unless she's hideous. <laughs> Stop it! We have to cut that out oh, now. No, no, That's no. naughty. Look, it's difficult for men. If we want to wear makeup, which I'm, I, I don't, I just see it as way too much fucking hassle. Well, they should be able to, but uh, there are certain, with the way the world works, there are certain places where you know you can't just assume you can. If you work in any kind of customer service role, you really should like read the room and, you know, some some places there is a look that the company expects of you and you have to honour that. Yeah. Yeah, or but find think, someone else to work. Yeah, but I think that would be the same for, for a woman. Because I worked at, as you know, at the health food shop. We weren't allowed to wear over-the-top makeup. It was seen as a, a thing that was against what the brand stood for. This is, this we had is to be more one, like, natural. Who judges that? 
because different people would have very men. different... It was men that was in charge, yeah, of course. Different people would have very different... Don't get me started on that place, because you know, they was just stupid. Yeah. I ended up leaving, and they called me incompetent, so it was a good time. It's sad. People should be able to wear whatever they want, and that goes for people on the larger size and people on the skinnier side. That people can wear... You should what wear what's appropriate. You know. Yeah, for example, there was um, somebody that used to walk through the shopping centre where I worked in, like, red lingerie. That was not appropriate. <laughs> it's not the time or the place. I mean, when I eventually go back to the office, mm. I am going to miss wearing a, my underwear, my robe, and my slippers when I'm working. But I'm not going to wear that to work because it's inappropriate. And you the know? women would get the wrong idea. No, they wouldn't. Trust Start me. Start shouting at you. You are poor. literally the only person who finds me attractive, so don't even. Think no, I bet there's people out there that find Safe you very attractive. But they, oh no, that, no. Safe because you are trustworthy and loyal. <laughs> you are. I am loyal. Yes. I'm also ugly, so it just gives you You're double protection. You're not ugly. You're not ugly. Stop it. Double protection. No, not ugly. There's people out there that would find find you hot. And At all protected them. and insured. It's a holiday thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Do you miss going on holiday that much that you're just starting to quote I Thomas Cook adverts now? You are a holiday. I am a holiday. You are. You make every day feel like as long a as it's not tooey, fuck tooey. No, you know who else can get fuck themselves? Who? The yellow one, Ryanair. Do you remember when we were in Ryan. Germany? Ryanair. And they crammed us together in that warehouse area. Uh, and they're blue and yellow. They're blue and yellow. Yeah. It's like a harp, blue with a yellow harp. Yeah, they can go fuck themselves. Well, yeah. They never give you enough leg room. They look at you funny when you ask they for a drink like that you're cattle. fucking paying for. You have to pay for your look. drink and then they look at you, look you up and down when you want a drink from them. Yeah. So that's quite annoying. Seriously, the, we, the way they make you feel like an inconvenience, so at some point they're just going to be char- They're going to charge you for a flight and not even let you on it. <laughs> that's it. At some point they're just like, you give, give, us, give us 50, 60 quid and yeah. You, oh, by you, the way, you have to pay £100 for the oxygen <laughs> you're breathing while you're up here. Yeah, well, the flight's, gonna, the <laughs> flight's going to... off. <laughs> the flight's going to your destination, but you're not allowed on it. We decided you're too much of a hassle to have on the plane. Fucking stupid. Or in like an emergency situation. Honestly. When all the masks come down, they'll charge you for the mask. After. Honestly, I would much rather they put on less flights, mm. charged more money for them, and made them better. Just because you can have a cheap flight doesn't mean you should sell your dignity for that cheap. Just and anybody say, oh, oh low-income families need holidays. Yeah, but they don't need to fly abroad. We were a low-income family, and we, we I, I didn't yeah. have a holiday abroad until actually eight years ago was my first holiday abroad. Yeah. I mean, I went to the Philippines, so that, go that, hard or go home, But right? the way it used to be, wasn't it? Your cheap holiday was your was what they call was a staycation. Week, yeah, was your week in Wales. And staycation is not staying at home. That is having a week off and staying at home. A well, stay- no, that, ca- back then that's what that was. No, no, no. The staycations no, no, no. over the last year was meant to be us staying at home. The staycation over the last year, we haven't had staycations. We've had a lockdown. But no, we that's ha- what they were suggesting, to have a staycation instead. Yeah, but a but staycation is a holiday be. in the country you're from. So going to Butlins or... No, I'm or... just saying that the whole meaning of it last year was a little bit different. 
because of the pandemic they were saying have a staycation which meant stay at home but then people were actually just misreading that probably a little bit purposefully because they wanted to go gallivanting all over the country and spreading coronavirus around. I don't know. I honestly don't know. But staycation when we were growing up was going to Cornwall or Devon or Western Supermare or something. Skegness, Breen Sands, that was one we were But the trouble is, because foreign travel got so cheap, it, made, it actually that, made it, it made, up. No, it made the quality of the local stuff worse because nobody was using well, and it. The, and the prices went up as well because yeah, they was, weren't getting as many. They needed they to put the price it, yeah. up, otherwise they'd go out of business. What needs to happen to balance it out is to actually make... It is to eliminate cheap foreign holidays because they mm. and and they're and bad I hate for the environment as well. Yes, bad for the environment. They ruin it for everybody. Um... I would this rather save up. So much I, negative would, I would rather save up and have a foreign holiday every two or three years yeah. and have a really good one. Can I just point out for anybody who wants to argue with us on this one? Both of us originally are from council estates in Birmingham, so we know what it's like to be poor. Okay. I was really poor when I moved <laughs> out as well. We've Even worked. Worse. We've worked very hard to get where we are. There's no hatred for underprivileged people but what but catering to that market has ruined the local market in in the uk because it, it can't compete and now if it, you've got all the airplanes flying every chibi <laughs> we're gonna have to edit some of this down because I just know there's some gonna be some people are gonna get salty, so maybe some frothing change. at the mouth nutter is gonna be oh you hate poor people. I mean, no, I don't maybe hate we, poor people. Maybe I was we should just people. talk about how Ryanair just treat people like dirt because But you can't talk about that without getting to the point where we we're selling our mm. dignity for a cheaper flight. Maybe we should just not talk about yeah. this. We're meant to be light hearted and having fun. The problem is the ten quid flight is this. You get treated exactly the same as the two three hundred pound flight. Yeah. Well, actually, you actually need to be in business or first class to get treated like a no, human being anymore. Actually, when when I went to Germany with work and we flew Aer Lingus, maybe. Kind of Lingus. Is that a Germany? Aer Lingus. Well, one of not one of the ones that wasn't Ryanair. Yeah. It was one of the nicer ones. Lufthansa. Lufthansa. Yeah. They were very good. Plenty of leg room. Um, as many drinks as you wanted. Even though it was a short haul flight, yeah. I still had a little Edam sandwich and an apple. No. So, yeah. Some it, it's just certain airlines that just treat you like crap. Mm. And I mean the pe- when oh, when we were coming back from Germany that time was just awful as well with those horrible people. And we were hanging. <laughs> the trouble is, the reason they will treat us like that is because there's too many people willing can. to accept it. Yeah. yeah, they can. They know, no matter how shit they treat you, you're gonna. we're going to fill the plane every time because it's cheap. And everyone always claps as well when it lands. Oh, if you clap, if you clap when you it, land, If you clap when, when the plane lands, something's telling me about the quality of that plane. Yeah. If you're surprised that it's landed. <laughs> also, there was... Um, a plane at Gatwick, I think, where the landing gear or something wasn't attached. Yeah, the nose has fell off. Yeah, 
But someone's in hospital. They got crushed. Under I the think. plane? I think so. Shit. They went to hospital. There was two people injured, like staff, and one of them had to go to hospital. You think imagine that. Like, you're just there. sitting there looking up. You're seeing this plane just coming down on you. Just oh, like, it makes me feel sick. I yep, hate... I'm done. <laughs> I hate taking off and land. I'm all right with flying, but taking off and landing where it's a shorter runway, you know, where you can kind of see the end and it's just like trees and stuff. How many times have you been flying the fucking plane? How do you see that shit? Well, when you look out the window and you're coming down, you see it. <laughs> like the Philippines. You they, can't Manila's, see the end of the runway from, from the side. Manila's... What about? You haven't been to Manila. <laughs> they, the, the island is that small. They have to spiral in. Yeah. So imagine that when, you know, you're getting jostled about because there's a storm because it was monsoon season. <laughs> they have to spiral in and the runway's really short and you're thinking it ain't going to stop it's not going to stop I'm going to be in the ocean I can't remember which country jaws was. swimming around my legs I honestly can't remember which country it was mm. and I don't th- I don't think this airstrip actually exists anymore mm. but their landing used to literally come down between buildings oh. like as the plane was landing there was buildings on either side no. of you yeah, I, I can't. I'll have to look it up. Scary, I'll isn't it in America it. somewhere or something? No, I'm sure. I see like skyscrapers either Hong side. Hong Kong, seen. Singapore, Vietnam, something somewhere in that area. I honestly can't remember what it was. Which one it was? I'll have to look it up. But I, I remember reading and sitting, looking at watching a video of it, and you just look and you just think, Oh my god! I I I could if I was going to land and I didn't know about this, I would be crying. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not scared. Uh, of, I'm not scared of flying. I love flying. Well, I hate how flying is, but I don't mind. You know, you're not scared of it. You don't have a phobia of flying. No, I mean the way so I you look want at to it, just be treated like a human rather than a cow. The way I look at it, once you're in there, if you're gonna die, you're gonna die. What's the point worrying? I don't. You know, want, there's nothing I can scared, do once I'm on there. I'm not scared of flying, but I always have that little thought when you're taking off and when you're landing. What if something goes wrong and we just carry on going like, don't like we don't take off, we don't like, you don't feel that pitch of it go up, you're just carrying on. What happens? You're probably dead. I just have that little thought all the time. I'm sorry if nobody's ever thought about that before. Well, you mean if the plane remember. doesn't take off? Yeah, like when you go and like, what happens? What if they can't stop? What if the brakes don't work and then they can't pull back on the throttle and then what Usually happens? You just carry on going, right? Yeah, you carry on going and then they just turn the engine off. Yeah, but then you know you're gonna crush some people with a big old wheel and yeah, probably explode. I don't mind if it hits other people. I'm yeah, inside it. Probably set off some kind of explosion. That's what I always think. I don't what, know. What, that'll probably happen. So <laughs> that's probably why I always want a drink. <laughs> I try. I always put on uh, "Money for Nothing" by Dire Straits, <laughs> and I try and time the end of the lead-in with the moment the plane takes off. So it's like this drum solo. And it starts building, like the guitars come in and everything. And and, it's, and then the bit where the plane like takes off, if you can time it right, and it goes... And you just I remember like, yes! you doing I remember you doing that in Germany when we were going amazing. to Germany the first time. The feeling is just phenomenal. And when we were a little bit delayed, so you have to yeah. keep restarting it. <laughs> just play, just play it every <laughs> oh no, wait, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're um, 
when you're at school and you're trying to play something for your mate on the piano but you keep doing it wrong wait 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 <laughs> start again yeah trying to play like entertainer or something and when you time it, when you time it <laughs> yeah right, it does the rush it really does awesome. it really does it's really uh, cool yeah didn't i put on the way back didn't we share the headphones try and do it together yeah i think yeah. so yeah <laughs> that was when we'd had our first holiday and not fallen out We've never fallen out on any of our holidays. Yeah, I know. But what, what was our first holiday, for a little bit of context, everybody was like booked within the first six months of us being together because Dan had a bad day at work. <laughs> oh, fuck it, we're going to Germany. <laughs> By the way, I've booked tickets to Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we leave like the hotel until like a couple, like about four weeks before? Yeah, because we, we, we only had the money for the flights at the time. We didn't even know how much we had. To, we, oh, we didn't yeah. have any budget. I had to wait for that annual bonus, didn't we I? We literally fucking winged that. That was well good there. But spontaneity, spontaneity yeah. sometimes pays off. And then we did like the surprise hotel. Thing. This is back when we were poor. So anybody who wants to complain about me hating the poor, go fuck yes. yourself. I was on eighteen thousand a year, which was actually quite good for what the kind of job I was doing. Yeah, but that's still what six grand under the av- national average. I think so. Yeah, hmm. yeah, but we went and we had a good time. At least you had a job. There's plenty of work out there if you look for it. It's just a lot of yeah, people don't want to do on, the work that's was, out there. It was on web chat, and um, I used to have to put up with foot perverts and <laughs> people asking me to send someone to fix their boiler when I couldn't. Yeah. Give me abuse. So I earned every fucking penny. <laughs> <laughs> and I still earn every penny now. I'm a hard worker. I'm a millennial. That's what my mum insti- and dad instilled in me. Be a really hard worker. <laughs> if you feel like you're going to throw up, just go in anyway, just in case. Yeah, if you've got Just in case you don't. If you've got any kind of transmissible disease, just make sure you don't miss a day of work, you know. Put everybody's yeah. life at fucking risk. Thanks no for... No wonder we all have inst- mental health issues. <laughs> but hey, if you're lucky enough that your job can now be done from home, you can have a sick day and still work from home. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to put everybody else at risk of your dirty germs that your spacky kids have all picked up. we should always, we should continue to wear masks if you're queuing in a shop, if you're on public transport. I do not want you coughing on me. I don't want you sneezing on me. I don't want you standing too close. I think at this point it's just polite. Yeah, I think it's so rude how we all used to go about colds and flu in the wintertime especially. Coughing and sneezing. Coughing and spluttering all over everybody. Forcing everybody to it. breathe in the spit you're particulating into yeah. the fucking air. The, the thought of how dirty the underground is is making me think. I actually used to go there for work, like just no I, mask on, no sanitar- hand sanitizer. Nothing. Honestly, this whole pandemic has made me realise how much I've took for granted my body by yeah. assuming that everywhere is clean. Yeah, and yeah, it same. is. I mean, I've not I, had a cold for ages and I'm dreading getting my first one after all of this. I will hold my hands up. I am one of those people who only uses their home toilet. Mm-hmm. Um, not not to piss. I will piss pretty much. I'm a man. I'll piss pretty much anywhere. Not um, in the street. Not in the street. No, in, in, in sanctioned places only, darling. You're not an animal. But I, I will not poop anywhere but my home toilet. Unless it's an emergency and then... It, I, I, it has to be an emergency mm-hmm. and I, I just can't even believe how much I took for granted 
my body when I was going anywhere else. I'd be like, I, I, I was squeaked about using a toilet for a poop, but I'd still go and touch a, a pole on the London Underground. Or mm-hmm. Yeah, I did as well. <sighs> Let people stand too... Just standing too close and coughing. <coughs> Speaking of... <coughs> God, you could have covered your mouth. You? No, no, I'm joking. Coughed you did, right you did into your mouth. his mouth. Spat into my mouth as well. No, you didn't. That's so gross. Yeah, the world is gross. Yeah, that's what I keep trying to say to people at work is that, you know, I'd like to think that we're all more polite now. And if you've got flu, that you'll either stay at home or wear a mask so you don't pass it on to me. Yeah. That was the worst thing about really working in an office is once one of you's ill, everybody's ill because nobody covers their mouth and nobody bloody washes their hands. And can I just clear something up? There's a lot of people who say, oh, masks don't work. You've probably read somewhere, uh, one of several reports or whatever, the, the truth of the matter is there is evidence, that it's, it's not based in medicine, it's based in physics, that you wearing a mask reduces the number of particulates that you are putting out into the air. And by a small amount, reduces the amount of particulates that you are breathing in. It's a physical fact. It reduces the amount. Whether it's a negligible amount to whatever, it all depends on the mask. But it does something. And something is better than nothing. If everybody wears a mask, everybody else is wearing a mask to protect you. And then you wear a mask to protect everybody from any germs you're carrying. true community. Well, it's, That's it's, what it's meant to be. We're all meant to work together for the same end. I know, and I know some people don't like that idea, but it's too commie. <laughs> it's, it's too communist. Well, How dare see, you? This is the thing. Communism. The vaccines come around too quick because you've all worked together. See, yeah, this, this is an <laughs> this is a very American thing where anything that is for the social good has to be communism, and it's not. It's not socialism. It's not communism. It's common sense and it's being civilized. Mm-hmm. There are various ideals on uh, ownership of property and taxation and the way people are governed that are all based on these political ideas. But being a decent human being should be a core of all of these ideals. Mm-hmm. It should be the basis of civilization before politics is taken into any kind of account. Yeah. You know, me not running you off the road in my car because I want to use your lane is not communism. It's common sense. Yeah. Because you'll probably hurt yourself as well as them. It's not being a psychopath. You know what I mean? And the the whole thing about, you know, they're doing it to control us. It's like you pay your taxes and you don't break the law. You're already already controlled. controlled. Yeah, they already know what you'll do. And Bill Gates is tracking you with your phone, by the way, everybody. <laughs> Bill Gates ain't tracking shit. He's trying to pay off all the fucking weird shit he's been doing on Epstein's boat. Yeah, Bill that's Gates, Bill so Gates phil- is somewhere being a sex pest. That's so. why he's so philanthropic with his money, because he's trying to pay his way back into heaven. Guilt. He's got the guilt. Yeah. Because it helps him sleep at all night. All that glitters isn't gold, and you can't buy a stairway to heaven. We believe that Bill Gates is doing that. We can't say he is for definite. No, I don't think he is at the moment. I bet he's done something. Yeah. He's done something. Yeah. I, I, I will, or he I was there when in. something was happening and he should have stopped it and he didn't. No, of he course they don't stop it. Nobody says, see something, say something. No. Anyway, let's get away from the shit that'll get us sued. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Bill Gates can fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> 
Jeff Bezos's ex, you can stay because you've Jeff, been very good recently. Jeff Bezos's ex literally what's, cannot what's, give away. What's her name? My we mom? should actually. That's quite insulting that we only what's, know her by Jeff Bezos's ex. Oh, Jennifer. I think we. I think Jennifer. We, I think. No, I think it's Michelle. Michelle Obama. No. <laughs> what's Obama's last name? Obama. <laughs> No, let's not Google it. This this has already got to be cut out because it's it's yeah, we'll cut that. it's terrible. We'll cut that. And there's the whole Bill Gates stuff. But. Yeah, we'll cut that too. Anyway, are you good? Um. Yeah, cool. we need to do a finish off. For yeah. So let's this stop one that now. one. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, did you just Trump? Probably. How did it get my face when it's this dark? Get your face. Yeah, I did the face unlock. <laughs>